0: There is the honorable life, and there is the shameful life. And those were the choices, the life choices, during the time of Paul, that when he wrote the letter to the Romans, honorable and shameful. Which side would you be on? The church was shamed. Shamed by some for wandering outside of the Torah, consorting with Gentiles at the barbecue restaurant. Shamed by others for being different, for not participating in conversations about Roman politics or sports or money or sex. The church was shamed for being different. Different can be different or different can be holy. Lay on top of that the view that says the holy does not suffer think of the righteousness of job suffering and his friends saying the reason for you are for your suffering dear job is that you reap what you sow you reap what you sow and so you suffer but paul thinks otherwise from the letter to the romans chapter 5 verses 1 through 5 hear the word of god Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained this access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but also we boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character. Character produces hope and hope does not disappoint us. Because, God, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. This is the Word of the Lord. A few years ago, I was swimming at a pool, in a pool at a resort. I didn't grow up going to resorts, but I can tell you that resort living goes quite well with my personality. (laughs) I have an aversion to suffering. Uh, People handing me things that I need like fresh towel and suntan lotion and things that I didn't know that I need like frozen pina coladas. Well, as I said, I was doing some laps at the pool, and I got out of the water, and I found my place next to my family, but to the right of me, a stranger. Rather older gentleman with white hair, distinguished looking, very pleasant face, face, and a, a southern accent. As I situated myself on the deck chair, he said to me, I was watching you swim, and you must have been a swimmer in college not typically one to engage in such conversations. I kind of laughed and said, no, no. Well, the stranger said, well, the smoothness of your stroke and the effortlessness by which you moved from one end of the pool to the other, you appeared not to be starved for breath. I assumed you were a trained athlete. And I said, go on. (laughs) And he did. He asked me what I did for a living. I said, I'm a preacher. Well, that's fantastic, he said. I can tell you must be very good at what you do. You seem to have a wonderful voice and a kindness of heart. And I said, I'm sorry, could you say that I couldn't hear you over my family rolling their eyeballs? And he did. When my family had had enough and indicated it was time to leave, I told the man it was a pleasure to meet him, and I hopped out of my deck chair and I sashayed off the... I have not sashayed in my life before. I usually grunt and groan, but on that day I sashayed. I was lifted up by a man from Ella J. Georgia who could see the truth in me who could see the truth in me and was not afraid to testify to it quite openly and eloquently. Now, you may be asking yourself, what does this have to do with the word of God? Nothing. (laughs) I just like the story. But I do think it has something to do with Paul. Did you listen to what Paul said to us and the way he said it to us? therefore since we are justified by faith we have peace with god it's not we will have peace with god we have peace with god paul meets us beside the waters of our baptism and says my goodness you seem to have made it your calling to follow jesus christ i can tell just by the way you are, by the way you live and move and have your being, that you have peace with God, while your very being just exudes the glory of God. Go on. Okay, I will, says Paul. That endurance you show blows against you. With all that blows against you, you, you hardly hardly seem to matter. Mind it, you, you, just keep, you just keep swimming along. I can tell you are a person of the utmost character. I can certainly tell that life, though it challenges you, you radiate with joy and hope, and you are not ashamed to let it shine. You have the God-given spirit that makes you bubble over with the love of God. It is who you are, says Paul. Now, hearing that, does that make you want to roll your collective eyeballs? Or does hearing that make you want to sashay out the door? with a good word coursing through your blood and bones. It is who you are. It is who you are, says Paul. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, Knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, which God has given to us. The church in Rome was experiencing shame. They were suffering. I don't know in the church whether you find that easy to relate to. I find it hard to relate to. But I do believe that the Christian faith is having to navigate for the first time in America some degree of shame. And maybe rightfully so. The news carries with it every week a story about Christians misbehaving, sinning, creating darkness and pain. And as a result... I think we all suffer from impostors posing as the body of Christ. We can suffer from false advertising, but I also think we can suffer from who Jesus is. For we are people of the Word, and we are people who believe that in Christ in Christ, for example, there is neither Jew or Greek, slave or free male or female you get that in christ there is neither jew or greek slave or free male or female and that doesn't go over well in a world that seems what matters most is our identity The hard conversation is, what does it mean to be neither Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female? What does it mean that everyone, everyone, everyone is welcome? I do believe that the church can suffer standing up to those who get steamrolled for those who get steamrolled and abused over and over and over again in this world. To stand up for those people take guts in this world bringing people to the table who have had no voice in saying, shh, we need to listen to them. I do believe that the church can suffer because we are not populous. We do not take our orders from the whims of the day, but we have a shepherd. I don't know about you, but I just sense the wheels are coming off in this country. And if I were to make a guess as to why, I would say that we have lost our compass. And when you lose a compass, you begin to wander in circles aimlessly, everyone doing right in his or her own eyes. Now, the easiest thing to do is to just go along with it, because that's what populists do. You just go along with whatever's popular. But the most challenging thing to do The way of suffering is to be different. And different is something other. And different is holy. You may know from time to time I get on a little crusade about uh, trying to find our way. And I've been on a crusade for us to memorize the 23rd Psalm just because people don't memorize Scripture at all anymore. And when we lose the compass, the word, we just have in our own minds some direction. Well, Jody Folk, I don't know if you know Jody, but he caught on to my plea And Jody is just the kind of guy who every time you'd meet him at the close of your conversation, he would say, can I do anything for you? Do you need anything? Well, Jody would sit in church and he would hear my plea for the memorization of the 23rd Psalm. And so in Bible study on Fridays, he would also he often would get the guys together at the end of Bible study and say, come on, fellas. Let's see if we can do it. Let's see if we can share the 23rd Psalm from memory. And what would follow is a cross between the 23rd Psalm and the Griswold's family Christmas. (laughs) The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me for liberty and justice (laughs) for all. Um, But over time, over time, it got better. Well, today, Jody's not with us. He is in a memory unit. And on Friday, his son, Chad, in our Bible study, uh, filled us in about his dad. How's your dad, Chad? And he shared about how his dad is frustrated and angry at times. And then he said, you know, I made a trip out to the lake house and I found my dad's Bible, a Bible that was given to him by his mom, his mom who uh, knew that Jody was leading a Bible study and wanted him to have a Bible for it. Well, Chad brought it home and picked up his daughter, Sophia, and they made the trip to the care center. And I don't know if you've ever made a trip to a care center to go visit someone you love, but you park the car, and then you take a deep breath. And in that breath, maybe some spirit of prayer. Because you have to muster up the courage to go in. And face whatever disappointment you're going to find next. Well, when you lose your memory, you lose your compass. And you wander around a world that doesn't make sense anymore. And Chad went in with his daughter. And they found Jody and they sat next to him. And Chad opened up the Bible to the 23rd Psalm. And he began to read, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leadeth me beside the still waters, he restores my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Jody wept. And they all wept. And Jody said, I think I need a little more of that. Chad said when he left, he turned and saw his dad clutching his Bible. We are people of hope. And hope does not shame us. It does not disappoint us. We suffer in the glory of it. The world has lost its bearings. It is angry and frustrated at times. It doesn't remember. It is our mission, and we are not afraid, for we have the peace of God through our Lord Jesus Christ, and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of our God and not only that but we boast in our sufferings for our sufferings produce endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not shame us does not disappoint us Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to all of us. Let's sashay out of here.